Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. There's nothing better than some girl just like in awe, like meeting you or like wearing my jersey. I'm like, stop. Like, <laughs> you're so cute. And it's it's just it's so heartwarming and that's really what it's all about it's it's about that girl now you know believing they can go on and and be a hockey player and and be a scientist I mean you know you, you do you um there's a lot of girls who are like I want to be a science scientist and a hockey player I'm like yeah do it get to it we need more women in STEM Welcome to Brews and Bruins, a the Hockey Podcast Network podcast presented by Pride Diehards and the Hockey Podcast Network. As always, uh, I am this week's host, Chris. Uh, we Hi, have back to back Isabel Cup champion Mallory I pretend, Stolios. Pretend open. <laughs> I was a little early. <laughs> I, I can't get mine open. I need a quarter <laughs> here. I'm using a quarter to get the can open. <laughs> This is 25 cents to open a bottle. Uh, yeah, regular Cam. co-hosts Drew and Camera here. Uh, this is Cam's first time being on a podcast with Mal because, uh, kind of related, Cam quit his job. I don't today, know if we're, we're revealing yes. that on the pod, Yay. but today, uh, Cam, has, Cam has never been available at the same time as Mallory. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, I actually did. I did want to squash that beef early because I know a lot of people are talking about it. Uh, Mal, <laughs> I don't know if you remember uh, your first appearance on this podcast, but I just want to play this for, for the record and then we can just address it. We can move on and we can have a good time tonight. So this was... Uh, season two, episode 24 on, of on, the Bruce and Bruins podcast right here. Mal's going to start chugging here. Uh, let's see if we have any memory of this. So I forgot to mention uh, before we started recording, Cam's not here. Uh, he's sleeping because he works insane hours. Um, just started the graveyard shift. Yeah, so you're just getting me and Drew. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure that'll be fine. I think, I think we'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> Shots at <laughs> so I just wanted to clear my name here uh, because my my entire existence, I'm pretty sure, in Mal's brain is like, oh, whatever, we don't need him anyway. So I'm looking at tonight as a transfer exoneration. Uh, it's you a pleasure to, to, prove, to speak You need with to you. prove your value. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, we're you gonna, could have stepped up to the plate and hosted this episode, but instead you deferred. <laughs> Not a good start. Well, hey, I got home from work like 10. I even left early today, but don't, I'm quitting anyway. So whatever. Oh, you quit. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> you should have just stormed out. Yeah. Well, I, in, in true good spirits, they threaten my vacation payout if I call out sick the next two weeks. So. Yeah, I guess that's fair. I, <laughs> I, I still hold that anytime you quit a job, you should just leave and see how long it takes them to notice that you're not there my buddy suggested um, that yeah yeah uh, or that's just the best way COVID and then work from home but like <laughs> work from home and yeah, yeah it's sorry uh any any future Don't perspective make, employers yeah. aren't aren't listening to this <laughs> of course but, not no we're good yeah uh so <laughs> me being the idiot that i am uh scheduled mallory to be on tomorrow and forgot that I am flying to Florida tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nothing major. I don't really so have any plans. We are we are recording. Yeah, a that was later. your opportunity to be like, no, we're sticking with. Thursday. Yeah, no, I could have boxed him out and been like, I thought about yeah. it. 
it'd be like Cam, taste Cam really is just kind of play here. Um, yeah. yeah, so we were recording uh, an hour later than we would have tomorrow. Uh, Mallory was nice enough to still come on the podcast, <laughs> even though it's right in the middle of the Celtics game. Um, oh. And uh, for that and for the uh, Isabel Cup championship and for the uh, goal you scored in the season, uh, this is Chug. Yo, yeah, Chug. Oh, God, I'm chugging a seltzer. Oh. I don't want to finish this. Oh boy, it's I got, I got. Oh yeah, it hurts. IPA. That was hard. That was <laughs> not good. Oh, wow. Seltzer. <laughs> yeah, that was busy. Yeah. Whew. All right. You know what? Like, but it's my dedication. I'm trying to prove my worth. The that yeah, yeah, that's, to the that's plate. a plus. You did. You yeah. did have the longest chug there. I think. Yeah. <laughs> the longest chug. It's gonna be our next. That's movie. Exactly what we're I, going. I for. just know if I drink this too fast, I'm gonna have to get up and get another one. So. <laughs> that's why you start double fisting like me that's i started double fisting <laughs> so. yeah cam cam's new thing on the podcast is to always start with two drinks um yeah so uh let's let's start from yesterday uh being honored at the red sox game how was that it was it was awesome i mean last year last year we kind of got broken up into groups because um because of COVID back then they had the capacity rules in place at all the, all the stadiums and everything. So I got to go to the Sox game last year and it was great and all we, we did like Mary and I did the first pitch from this stands in the outfield, like by like the triangle, we threw the ball down to a ball girl, like on the warning track. So I'm like, that was it. Cause they were like, we can't have them interacting with the players oh, wow. or anything like that. And I was like, this is ridiculous, whatever. So it was great to have like, um, a really fun time, like get, like literally got to stand on Fenway park and, you know, as a Boston Red Sox Bruins, whatever fan, like that's just, that's just awesome. And then um, they gave us all our own personalized jerseys. So I got quite a little collection going. They, they did that for us at the Bruins. So Celtics you're up. Um, If you got a a spare suite for us during the playoffs, let us know. Saving it for the finals. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but we're two and zero when we go to the game. Like we, we went to the Bruins, and they won like eight to one. Um, I think most of the second period we were waiting in the Nesson like box, and like all like all like twenty of us, and you know Billy Jaffe, Dave Arnold, uh, Andrew Raycroft were all like in this like little huddle. And Bruins are just like, yeah, we're just gonna score like five goals right now, like, and we're just <laughs> standing there like, like, you know. We had it. We had a blast. Shouts to Billy Jaffe, former guest of this podcast. Yeah, former alum, yeah. <laughs> probably, probably the only the only guest of this podcast I'm confident isn't coming back. Never. Yeah. <laughs> we oh, need yeah. to get Raycroft though, yeah. and I wish we could just be like, "Hey, ja- uh, like ask Jaffe about like how we were." Uh, <laughs> no chance he remembers being on this podcast. We should we should yeah. ask him again just so we can get the rejection and be like, "Hey, he he came on once and it was so bad that he like refused to come on again." Just officially get the rejection. It'd be nice. That would be pretty, uh, yeah, pretty uh, iconic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Mal. I was just watching the game. Uh, at home with some friends and i was kicked back enjoying a beer and then i was like oh shit it's mal i texted the guys like yo mal's on mal's getting interviewed on nesson right now this is sweet yeah that Um, was that was funny um like we had a bunch of stuff lined up like uh demps and bert were gonna do first pitch um there was a pregame nesson interview i also went on weei like during the top of the third inning which happened to be like the longest half inning of that game and i'm (laughs) like sitting there and they're like, Oh my God, can they just be done so she can like leave? <laughs> and um, I'm in there and he's, they're like giving me the whole spiel. So like every time the pitcher like gets set to like get ready to pitch, like we're supposed to like stop talking so that like Joe Castiglione can like be like, Oh, you know, fastball outside ball, you know, for a ball, like oh one one count, like, you know, cause there's a game happening <laughs> So in between the pitches. We're like talking and it, it was it was a riot. It was very interesting. Not sure it's for me, um, but they they were great. They have a nice little view, um, and it was really warm in there. So it was a great chance for us to for me at least to like thaw out a little bit because we were freezing cold. Yeah. Because here I am like in a literally wore a hoodie and jeans and sneakers, and I'm like freezing cold last night. 
Like, just so you know, when the sun goes down, it gets cold. Like, hello. <laughs> like, where was my mom? Like, we look over at this, <laughs> we look over at this suite next to us. There's people in their Patagonias, their hoodies, their, their hats, their gloves. And I'm like, they knew what they were doing. I did not. But. Yeah, Drew and I made the same mistake uh, the day before we went down for the Sunday game. And we sat down and we were like, oh, shit, it's fucking cold. I forgot I, about that. I literally <laughs> went to the team store and bought a sweatshirt there for $150. I thought about buying a blanket. They had $75 like plush blankets that you can get for like 10 bucks at Target. And I was like, I just can't justify spending this money, but I am so fucking cold. Yeah. <laughs> just drank Maybe it away. It's fine. Some of us were like, do they have any blankets? Like, for a reason. <laughs> like, we trade in the jerseys for blankets maybe yeah, <laughs> yeah right oh uh, but it, it was a blast it was, it was a great time so um yeah they some of the girls had left before the uh nesson interview and um cappy page capture and obviously works at nesson now and she's like okay who wants to do the interview and literally no one said no everyone was like no no i don't want to do it no no and someone's like no you should do it and i was like okay was that like hey we're confident mal can still give a solid interview eight beers deep kind of thing or like, well, was it was so we didn't really have a lot of seltzer so it was wine oh and even so like, i think i like single-handedly drawing like drank a bottle of wine yeah this is there's a reason you're our favorite player on this team it's fine <laughs> it's okay it's okay but i was like okay it's fine like we're good and thank god it was nice and quick and jamai was awesome it was i was like all right let's get this over with I'm like <laughs> the cop and i'm like get me out good interview. <laughs> um, uh, something that we uh we brought up uh a couple months ago is you met chanel yes yes I oh yes we, we got, we we got one side of the story tell, <laughs> tell us the other side um so I don't know if she, um, I forget if, I think I sent like a snap, uh, Instagram story or, or she did. And I was like, oh my God, you're at the game. Like one of us did that. And it was like, oh, where are you? Um, actually this was earlier in the year. I met her for the first time. Sorry. Rewind. So when we first went to the Bruins game and we had a suite, I was like, oh, we're in this suite. It was when the Kraken came to Boston for the first, you know, first game between boston and seattle and of course she was there obviously and i was like oh we're in this suite so eventually like she you know rolled on down in her cute little wheelchair and i she she's got that thing like decked out like i don't know if you've seen a lot of pictures it's like decked out like it's sick i'm like can i take a spin (laughs) um anyway so she came down and it was it was awesome i was like guys like this is chanel i'm sure you've like seen her on on twitter she loves us she loves you know women's hockey big supporter also has like an incredible role with with seattle kraken in their um diverse diversity and inclusion group nailed it nailed it yeah okay um something like that anyway but she's doing great stuff for for hockey and then uh funny enough we were going to the Bruins game to get honored after we had won and she was like no way I was like yeah I think we're in the rafters and me being me I'm like texting my teammates because I get a ticket on like email I'm like are you guys in the rafters I'm like we're gonna be in like the nosebleeds like up top like in the riffraff I'm like this is gonna be a disaster like not knowing that balcony and rafters are two very different experiences so I'm like okay like I've low expectations and then they like you know drag us all up and they're like okay this wristband is for the rafters this one's for the the free um food and drink and I'm like this is not what I expected but sign me up I'm so here and then of course like she's like you're at the game she texted me I was like yeah yeah come on over and um so she was able to you know meet Izzy and um and see the girls and everything so she's awesome I love Chanel yeah we, stands we, here. we have we have a, a hilarious history with Chanel a complicated here. history yeah she, <clears throat> she comes on the podcast and the recordings magically get lost and I, it was only <laughs> twice all right it was only twice <laughs> i that's a making up to do over there fool me <laughs> yeah, once shame on you fool me twice if, if cat hadn't been on the podcast the third 
time it would have happened again. <laughs> we started re- a recording a pod. Well, what I thought was recording a podcast, except I didn't hit the record button. We got like five minutes into the episode, and Kat was like, "Hey, did are we recording this?" And I was like, "Oh, test run. All right, let's run it back." And Chanel spoke two words uh, the rest of the time. She was so angry. <laughs> except. I think that was when, at the end, she told us the story about meeting Mal. Is yeah, that right? yeah. yeah, I think that was. Uh, we had to bring you up to Cracker, so we definitely had a very different perspective. Because <laughs> we, I was trashed. Yeah, this this was mentioned. Yeah, I, I, I was enjoying it. Okay, uh, Mal, you had a busy week. Not only were you at Fenway, but you were also at the marathon. Yeah, uh, Drew and I originally had planned to go to that, but I had to change plans due to me quitting my job and other stuff around that um but what was that like because i've always wanted to go to marathon monday and i thought i was going to get to this year it looked like you had a blast yeah it was it was awesome like i hadn't been there in you know 20 years probably um my mom ran boston twice maybe twice twice two or three times i always forget but like she's a beast um her first marathon was actually the berlin marathon she was on a work trip there um and she was like well if i'm going to berlin like you have to extend the hotel so i can do the marathon like, yeah. how 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 long of a lead time did she have where she knew that she was going to be going to berlin in order to train for the marathon or did she just like, <laughs> well, she, like was the, the week before, she was, she was like eh, i'll run it she was always a big runner um i think she was training for maybe boston um and or you know whatever but um, I think Berlin's easier to get into, um, like registration wise. Um, and I think yeah, she's really used that time. Down, like her time was like <laughs> fast enough Sorry, to yeah. qualify for, um, for Boston. So it, I think it just like worked out well. I think she, she was already training and, and stuff. So that was her goal was to do, um, Boston, but, um, she was able to do Berlin. And so the last time I was at the marathon, I was like five, maybe, maybe, I think. I think it was in 2001 maybe ish tiny like baby itty baby i tweeted out a picture of me i'm sure you saw it um yeah, and this was the and it was in this like the the finish line like grandstand area where they have all these like bleachers chairs whatever set up and like it's cordoned off like you have to have a special pass i don't know how my dad i think i asked my mom how do we get in here when i was like five and she was like oh my friend hooked us up i was like okay whatever and so when I was five, I, I ran into like my, like the biggest crush of my entire life. No Mark Garcia Parra. I loved him. Like I invited him to my birthday party. (laughs) That's incredible. And he didn't come. Oh man. He didn't come. Was that because he got traded or what? Um, (laughs) I don't know, but my parents have several stories of me because I loved just, I I watched the Red Sox all the time. I, um, I played baseball as a kid and I would literally dress up literally the same way he did. You know, he had his batting glove hanging out of his pocket. That's how I held my batting glove, you know, when I wasn't using it. Like, Oh no. Were I you, was, were you obnoxious at the plate doing the, like doing the, 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 <laughs> the glove? The thing glove then... No, I don't think I was that coordinated. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I guess when I was younger, I would, I asked my mom, I was like, mom, what do I do if, I have a friend's birthday party and Nomar is a home game. Like it was a, it was a very, like, it was a tough time to be five-year-old now. Okay. I can't imagine what was going through your head when they traded them then. Yeah. They probably shielded you from it for a while. I I was crushed. I was crushed. Nomar Nomar went to a farm down. (laughs) He got traded to a team upstate or something. Yeah. (laughs) going to Pawtucket yeah. or something it was it was a tough time probably tougher tough on my parents i think <laughs> so then you know going this year it was you know awesome um just to be that close i was just screaming like because we're i was literally on the finish line so yeah there's so there's only a really small group of people that are like that close and like we could literally reach over and like high five the runners like no one else is that close because they got all the like barriers and stuff yeah. but um people behind us were cheering on their their family and friends and you know we were tracking them on our phones. We'd be like, okay, who's crossing next? It would be like, um, Mary's, um, sister's husband, Jeff was coming and we're like, Jeff's coming. He's wearing a white hat and a blue shirt. Like he's coming. And then, you know, someone sees him and then we just start screaming because <laughs> that's what you do. 
um, and just like cheering randomly. Anyone who had their name like on their on their shirts, we would just start yelling. Like I was like, "Go, Julie! Go, Sue! Like you did it!" Yeah, it was it was a riot. It was so fun. Um, it was just it's a, an incredible event to to be a part of and see so many people who worked so hard um and put in so many hours of training to just you know cross that finish line there was a lot of people who almost like didn't make it there was one poor middle-aged woman who basically legs just like gave out like and she um she was she tried to stand up again she was like nope can't stand up I'm crawling I'm crawling to that finish line and literally crawled and we were screaming everyone on the other side of the finish line was just going bananas it was it was awesome that is wild yeah I can't imagine that I saw there was like a a newscaster who tried to do it and got like 25 miles in and didn't make it that's so so sad I can't even like be I'd like yeah I'd make it to like mile three maybe with like walking breaks like, yeah <laughs> and then i'd be the guy that cheated and like just cut across town chris and like ran at the last second and be like ah what do you know <laughs> chris freeze uh, oh i gotta take a snip that's a nice yeah, oh he's frozen that's that's a good look um no it's 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 incredible um just what they what they've accomplished and um i, I had another thing to say and i forget what it was um Feel free to cut us off and say it if you if you remember. If it, if it comes to me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I ran like a half marathon when I was in high school, like a psychopath. Um, I decided <laughs> 10 weeks before um, the race that I was going to do it and having not really run because in softball, you don't really run. So there's a lot yeah, of training. You got to run around the bases. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, so the most I had run was eight miles going into the race. And, I, and my mom's like, if you can do eight, like you can do like 13.1. Like, I have never like, run eight fine. miles in my life. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about that, but in and total it, in 30 years. <laughs> it was, it was, it was tough. And it was in Boston. It was the Boston run to remember. And it was, we had perfect weather, which is always nice but it was it was hard and i remember i got to like mile 10 and i was like i really have to pee because i kept taking water at all the water stations and i literally kid you not sprinted to the porta potty right off the, the track <laughs> went pee and went on my merry way my mom's like why don't you just pee your pants i'm like absolutely <laughs> not what? What? <laughs> that's how dedicated she is yeah, yeah she, that, that's a seasoned marathon runner yeah. right there that's somebody like, who's from the berlin marathon before it's what they teach you over there in germany you realize then i would have to get into your car with just like soiled shorts honestly like, i'm less worried fine. about the car i'm more worried about like what the chafing situation yeah would that be doesn't like. sound fun yeah. no no no, I was wearing spandex, so we were okay in that sense. But I was like, it was just like not a risk I was willing to take. Yeah, I don't blame you. I always use the excuses like why I can't do cardio of like, oh yeah, you know, hockey players they're built for short sprints, so I don't need to do long distance. And then I try to run three miles. I'm like, this shit sucks. Like, why does anybody do this? So I really respect anyone that can run more than like a few. What I was, Especially the people who enjoy it. Do you think they really enjoy it? Or do you think it's just honestly, like, a, oh, yeah, I enjoy it. Yeah. Like, you what know. do you think about for... That's what I'm saying. Because all I think about is like, fuck, fuck, fuck. This sucks. Like, this hurts. Yeah, like, as, you go oh, to every mile thought, and you're like, okay. one down, uh, 25 to go. Like... Sick. <laughs> I, I thought you meant just like running in general, which I can like understand. Yeah, but well, running marathon, in general, yeah, yeah. Running in oh, general, also. you gotta have like a really good playlist if you're gonna do that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they must like spend as many hours training as they do like on Spotify. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be real careful because I think Kat's gonna listen to. <laughs> <laughs> I would like an answer from her genuinely. Like I, yeah. I'm somebody who tries to run because it's like an easy way to work out and it's free or close to it. But it's like every time I do it, I'm like, first like half mile, I'm like, all right, I kind of get it. And then like 10 minutes later, I'm like, oh my God, how long do I have until I can like excuse myself to finish this? Like, it's just never enjoyable. Yeah. But I, maybe I'm just. What I was it. like super surprised by was how many people like ran without headphones. Boy, like, what? Psychopath material. Yeah. And I, like, so... I get it. I get it for like some parts of the marathon. It's like packed. Like, people are screaming at you. Like, you're going to get like that adrenaline from them. But, like, you look at, like, all the pro runners, like, 
what do you think they think about or like do you do they sing to themselves it's like gotta just be like, like zen I think apparently they, they don't have like mental breathing. health problems because i <laughs> <laughs> if i'm left alone with my brain for <laughs> 26 miles i i don't know if i'd be finishing that race yeah. so. absolutely not it's gotta be well, some kind of wants to say hi. He's being a little. Oh. We were hoping we'd get the the Tito and Gordy appearance too. Yeah, I gotta, so I gotta go steal a Sebastian. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, Cat wanted to be on this podcast. She is currently recording with Jess and Lancey on the Down the Frozen River podcast. Oh hey. Um, <laughs> uh, but I I purchased a, a Gordy and Tito's bomb shirt for her daughter isabel yes um, yes is is now a boston pride fan um cat's super mad about that because she's a minnesota white caps fan we had uh former they don't minnesota... have any cat t-shirts <laughs> no they don't we, <laughs> they we had do former minnesota white caps goalie ali morris on our podcast oh last she's week. great she's so fun yeah we had a good time <laughs> um yeah but uh so yeah, thank you for helping me to convert young Isabel to uh, to the light side. Definitely, anytime, anytime. We we always need more fans in Boston that aren't in Boston. I have like there's a little. I have some fans up in like like outside Buffalo, and they come and like they're all wearing their Boston Pride jerseys. I'm like, ah. I, I I've, think it's, I've infiltrated. I, I think that's kind of like a theme amongst like Boston fans. Like if your roots are in Boston, you move somewhere else. It seems like a lot of people keep that Boston. Yeah. Fanhood, um, Did you see really the cool. stands in like Florida for the Bruins game? Yeah. yeah. All the retirees, all the, <laughs> they all all the snowbirds that would go down and then they retire down there because they're sick of the snow. And I'm like, yeah. I'm always like skeptical about that when I see like, cause you know how people are like, oh, warm weather hockey fans, you know, uh, there's no Tampa or Arizona fans. So I'm always like, all right, let me really see. But then like I saw a couple of pictures and I was like, holy shit, that is a lot of Bruins fans. Yeah. Like it wasn't just people dunking on Florida. Like it was, which, you know, Florida deserves to be dunked on. But uh, it really was like a, just a shit ton of Bruins fans. So Boston just travels well, no matter what it seems we like. travel well. I am curious about the the Isabel Cup final in in Tampa. What that was like, both from like an on ice perspective and just like as a spectacle. It was it was a blast. I mean, they had a really great setup for us. Um, you know, each team had their own locker room. Um, the fans were, you know, a lot of families came, um, which was great to to make sure we had fans that you know were cheering for us because cer- certain games like they they get like the we had the let's go whale chance going and then the let's go pride chance going. And it was, it was, um, so there was a good cohort of like actual, you know, fans. And then there was a good chunk of, of young fans, like young girls, hockey players wearing their jerseys there. Um, it was, it was, it was really cool. Um, it's always fun to go to a new market and see, um, you know, how women's hockey would, you know, how it would do there, I guess. Um, I'd been down to Florida before for back then an NWHL event. Um, a couple of us went down there and we did some on ice and off ice stuff with, with girls for like hockey, like girls hockey weekend across Florida, something like that. So there's, there's a lot of girls hockey there. I think the only problem they're facing right now is it's such a big state. Um, and they're like, they have the numbers, but it's like so spread out. So it's tough to get, um, you know, a couple of good teams in, you know, down by Miami and then a couple up in, um, over by Tampa, you know, go over to Orlando. Like it's just so spread out. So, um, but it's, it's growing, it's growing and it's awesome to see. I mean, if I could play hockey and be in Florida, hell yeah, sign me up. I think that would be a blast. Um, We're going to have to bleep that part out in case we get a team. Just, you know, I don't want them scalping you or anything. So yeah. We'll see. Uh, what's that like, like having like, you know, younger girls like come up to you and be like, oh my gosh, you're the one I watched on TV. Like that's gotta be the coolest feeling in the world. Right. Like, yeah, it's, it's awesome. Anytime, um, anyone, I mean, I coach a lot of girls now, so they see me all the time. They see my teammates, they, you know, have seen my team practice and everything like that. Um, but it's, it's something else when, you know, small girls will, 
um, run into you or, or see you or, um, you know, I'll go back home and bring the cup home and um, visit all the girls back there that I don't coach and just have them, um, you know, meet me and talk to me. And it's, you know, there's nothing better than some girl just like in awe, like meeting you or like wearing my jersey. I'm like, stop. Like, <laughs> you're so cute. And it's it's just it's so heartwarming and that's really what it's all about it's it's about that girl now you know believing they can go on and and be a hockey player and and be a scientist I mean you know you you do you um there's a lot of girls who are like I want to be a science scientist and a hockey player I'm like yeah do it get to it we need more women in STEM that that is the thing I wanted to ask you about because with with the you know, with the pay raises going on in, in the PHF and everything um, with an effort to, you know, give more to the players. Um, it's, is that something where like, obviously professional hockey players want to be paid to be professional hockey players and, and like more pay is never a bad thing, but if, if you ever had to make a choice between those two things, is that something that would be a negative? Like, I think it's tough because, like, if you asked me, like, right out of college, if I wanted to go and play hockey for a couple years and just exclusively, you know, do hockey versus not do hockey because of the time commitment and all that and, you know, get into working and then do some, you know, beer league, like, I'd go with, I'd go with the hockey. Like, you only have so many years to play at a high level. Yeah. And that's, that's where I'm at where I'm like, I'm just going to keep playing as long as they keep giving me a contract. Um, I'm, I've never been in it for the money. Um, and like I said, like I am a scientist, so I'm okay on the <laughs> side. <laughs> I'm not like living in my, in living a dream, like with a Ferrari or whatever. Um, actually, actually we joke that, you know, once I get my Lambo, I'll retire, but um, <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, it's never been about the money. Um, I just, I love hockey. I love inspiring these girls and there's going to be, you know, a group of women that need to make this, I don't want to say a sacrifice, but be a part of this movement and be a part of this time where we're growing. It's slow. It's frustrating, but you have to start somewhere because no one, no sponsor, no investor is going to throw even like 70 K at, you know, 120 players without really knowing what, you know, what the return on investment is. Like, it's going to be a process. I think people forget, like, the WNBA is, like, 25 years old. And they're making, you know, some of them are making 125K. I think the, like, rookie minimum is, like, 60, 70, which I don't know where you're living, but that's tough. Yeah, that really depends on what market you're playing in. Yeah. Whether and, you can like, last time I checked, I think, you know, living in Boston is probably a lot more expensive than, and I don't live in Boston. Like, I live in Malden, like, north of Boston outside the city because I can't afford to live anywhere like in the city. Um, and like, I don't want to live in the city if I don't have to. Um, <laughs> but like versus like say Danbury where, where Connecticut plays, like I'm pretty sure it's not that expensive there or Buffalo. I mean, there's a lot of towns outside Buffalo and you know, there's, there's a wide, wide range of, of, I guess what we would say like a sustainable standard of living in that case. And that, I mean, and then girls can pick up their own deals. Like you look at WNBA, WNBA players and they got their own sponsors and, and deals going on, which is great. So we'll just continue to grow and, and, and we'll get to that point. Um, and, you know, if there's, if I have the opportunity to be a part of that growth and that process, then sign me up. Cause I think um, someone's got to do it. It's as simple as that. Yeah. I, th I think oh, yeah. the ESPN deal was, was really cool because i mean twitch was was doing a great job at streaming the games and stuff but having the nhl move to espn and having both of those consolidated in one place makes it a lot easier for hockey fans especially with you know college hockey also being available there um and making it more likely that people are gonna be kind of scrolling through hockey and being like oh like yeah. it's saturday or sunday like we got sports to to watch and um, we have the Tito cam. <laughs> Tito. Doofus. But yeah, I, I found it really convenient to be able to 
just be on the computer I'm I'm using right now and just have like, oh, the Bruins are playing. I will double screen that with the pride. Like it's yeah. especially yeah. as someone like in market, like I would like I have ESPN plus and I watch college stuff and everything. And then they black out the Bruins games and ESPN plus, but they don't black out your game. So it's like, all right, well, I can't watch the Bruins anyway. Like I'm just definitely throwing the pride game. Like So not having to be blacked out is definitely nice for sure. Yeah. So, yeah. I think it's, it's wonder. great. Like you said, you're more likely to have someone kind of stumble on it. I think you'll, you'll, you're going to get that with Twitch too. I know um, a bunch of people found us through Twitch, which is great. Um, but I think like we're really trying to look at, you know, other sports fans that are more likely to come back to it or to turn it on on purpose to find us in the next game. Um, I think we're more likely to get that out of the people who have ESPN Plus. Um, yeah. And like you said, having so many colleges on it is great. Um, I know Hockey East is getting on it next next season, which is great. Um, just, you know, improving that. I think one thing a lot of fans did miss from the uh, Twitch Twitch streams, whatever, was the chat because I think I think that was that was kind of fun from what mm-hmm. I heard. I haven't I hadn't really been on it, but yeah, I'm such a boomer. <laughs> I didn't really use Twitch, yeah. so I I, <laughs> I, I use I use Twitch anyway. Like I'll watch stuff on there and such. Uh, I mean, during the pandemic, I streamed on there even, but it's <clears throat> I remember I was watching during the playoffs when they did it on their last year. And it was just because if you donated, if, if you subscribe for like five bucks or for free with prime, you get all the emotes of all the different logos. Um, so people are just spamming logos. Of the team <laughs> or they'll be like pride, 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 white caps, white caps. White caps. Oh my <laughs> God. Right. Especially when there was a goal, then it would all be one team. No. Oh yeah. Yeah, we love that. And I think having Twitch be like so global, I know um, Evelina Rosselli's parents couldn't watch a single game because ESPN Plus doesn't get there and they say ESPN like affiliates or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the deal, but they couldn't find it. <laughs> Which She's Swiss, right? Yeah, yeah, she's Swiss. Okay. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not really. sure what ESPN's doing over there. I was saying in the U.S. and Canada, but it, I'm sure it's nice having the name brand because obviously everybody knows what ESPN is. So yeah, um, that's nice. But yeah, I'm not sure what that access is like overseas. So it's kind of frustrating for them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we I know we have listener questions. I don't know if you guys are. Yeah, did anyone pull those up? Um, I've got a couple of them. I haven't pulled up, but we do have a message. Oh. Oh, oh no. DraftKings! Oh. Hockey fans, feel the sweat or sweat. Action. 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 Like never before with DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sportsbook partner of the NHL. Right now, new customers can bet just $1 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still hit the ice for cold, hard cash. New customers can bet. New customers can make their, that was actually a part of the read. New customers can make their first deposit and play free for thousands with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contest. Draft your lineup of eight skaters and a goalie to rack up points for goals, assists, saves, and more. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN, bet just $1 on any NHL team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, the, that was all caps, the official sports bay partner of the NHL. 21 plus restrictions applies to show notes or details. Before we get to listener questions, I got two questions. Uh, First of all, those kitten mittens? No, they're just hands. hands. Okay, from the the (laughs) angle, it looked like you had kitten mittens on, which got me thinking... Uh, the bucket hat you're wearing is probably the swaggiest piece of merch I've ever seen. Do you think you could get Isabel Cup champion bucket hats for Ge- uh, Gordian Tito? Because that would be sweet. How would I do that? I don't know. I You got connections, right? <laughs> you see, you get mini ones, and then you can get like a little string. Maybe. Okay, so I think what I need to do is get like a cat, white cat bucket hat, mm-hmm. and then put a logo on it. Just print it on there. Gotta, gotta get a really tiny... <laughs> Tiny logo. Maybe when we, when we release like our merch store, we can like get some cat bucket hats and we can like 
donate the proceeds to well, uh, so a charity of mouse choice. <laughs> some the cat ASPCA. Fucking hats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, um, after we won, I like messaged my contact at Power Forward and I was like, we need bucket hats on the store. <laughs> like, oh, kitty. No. He's so malleable. Cats are not made of bone. I, I they're think they're jelly. Like, they're like sharks. They're like cartilage. It's <laughs> all cartilage. No, Tito, Gordy's getting antsy because they get like midnight snack right before bed so that they don't wake me up at like 4 a.m. <laughs> and it's like close to that time usually. I don't know how they like know when to wake up, um, but they do. And it's always like an hour and a half before my alarm. Yeah. <laughs> I, have a, I have an 18 year old Chihuahua. And oh, Jesus. He, he, 4.30 on the dot, he's just ready. Oh, man. Sounds I got to pee and he starts screeching. <laughs> yeah, uh, anyway, listen to question. <laughs> Yes. Okay. If anybody has any veterinary questions, <laughs> throw them our way. Yeah. And we'll, uh, we'll answer. All right. So we're bouncing around between a few tweets here. Um, let's see. Let's start with two people Cam is close to. Um, <laughs> let's start with Lauren Healy. Um, how was your experience at Fenway? Oh, yesterday, were you nervous for your live interview? I think we touched upon that. Um, hey, a little need... liquid courage never hurt nobody. <laughs> there, you <go. laughs> there you go. Um, uh, what's your favorite post game meal? Uh, Lauren also asked. Ooh. So, ooh. other than well, so okay, so this year after our home games. The Saturday home game, we would get rail stop and we would get it like to go containers. And I like, and of course, like we had, you know, 10 home games, but five home Saturdays. So I was like, okay, like first week, I think I got like a veggie risotto with chicken and they forgot the chicken. So that kind of was like a minus point for that one, but it was good. It was good reheated. Cause like by the time I got home, it was like 11 and it was a little cold. So, um, the steak frites from there, solid. Got a lot of protein in there and some French fries because why not? A little bit of healthy fat, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, and there was one road trip we got Chipotle after. And I feel like some people would be like super into the Chipotle and some would just not. Um, a bunch of my teammates ordered the mild salsa. And they all got hot salsa instead. Oh, so they were pissed. No. They yeah. were, you, could see it, you could see it on the bowl, like in their bowls, like you'd see like the bright red. So I was like, thank God I ordered the corn salsa and avoided that. Like my bowl is delicious. <laughs> so I, was, like, I loved it. And everyone's like so mad. But usually they like give us like flat, flatbread pizza after like Sundays. And I'm lactarded so i'm like i can't even eat that also the thought of eating pizza after a game just makes me like sick so mm. i don't know i'm a mix between like i i just like steak like some steak tips and pota mashed potatoes steak or with a side steak of steak. potatoes turf and turf uh lauren's gonna be happy with chipotle answer for sure chipotle yeah um it's a good good one good for like the road like you know you pick it up and and you're going home like you don't have to like fork in like i've gotten meals where i'm like on the bus like oh, no. <laughs> not fun um lord's next question has your number always been 47 and is there any special significance i feel like we've covered this on the pod but for I people who haven't can. listened go ahead yeah and... so i was number 14 in high school at my in my high school team and I was 14 in college. Um, I was nine when I was like really young growing up and I think someone had it. So I had to make a switch. So I switched to 14 um, and stuck with it through college. And then when I came to the pride, Jillian Dempsey had number 14 and I was like, Dempsey, I'll give you, give you five bucks for 14. And she <laughs> absolutely not. Um, so, but there was actually a ton of us that were number 14 and, you know, had to pick new numbers and Jenna, um, Evelina, me, and I think there might have been 12 is a better number than 14 anyway. Yeah. Um, so I went with 47 
Um, and everyone's like, oh, because of Tori Krug. I'm like, no, because of Bobby Orr and Ray Bork. I like it. I like it. Or, and and Ray Bork was seven before he switched to 77. That's how I picked my number. My dad always told me about the seven to 77 thing. So mm-hmm. he named me after Cam Neely, and he was like, all right, he was number eight. You should be number 88. And I was like, yeah, that's cool. How'd that work out? Yeah, How'd that dream? He yeah, no, he got me. Dude, I, I, Scheller, I, look, and here's I mean, I Cam to, on a podcast. By the way, the Celtics just won. They're up two nothing on the Nets. Last one from Warren was, "How are you feeling about finally being on the pod with me? We can just block that one out." Yeah, let's skip that one. Obviously, she's thrilled. It remains breakdown that one. Um, Bonesy. Uh, who I Bonesy? always call Bonesy. No, I always call him Bonesy because I always misread it as S Bonesy. So I go Bonesy. Um, met I've I've met Sam a couple of times. Uh, good dude. Uh, went to the Sox the other day as well. Uh, why did well, you story. agree to come uh, on the podcast? So why why did you agree? What were you thinking uh, of coming on the podcast? Especially while Cam's here. Especially having come on the podcast. <laughs> uh, right. For those of you who can't see, which is everyone, Mal is chugging her glass. So we're going to let that answer right, enough. next question. <laughs> there we go. Um, next question. Uh, well, no, serious, serious answer. It's always a fun time. It's a good group. It's laid back. You're not drilling me with, like, the, the basic questions. Like, we oh, why'd you go to Yale? Why'd you do hockey? Like, all that. And my sister, who watched the first one, shout out Alicia, um, thought the one I did with Drew and Chris, because Cam wasn't there, was hilarious. So, <laughs> part two. Excellent. <laughs> I mean, Cam walks away. <laughs> Cam quit good to have you on too now. And he's now quitting the podcast. Yeah, exactly. Um, left. Let's see. Uh, next question was for me. What the fuck is up with the bunch of retweets? Uh, let's see. <laughs> Dude, there's Mike. so many. There's so many tweets that these questions span. Yeah, it's I actually got you. Just so, two. So sh- got shouts you. to shouts to Lauren for getting the ball rolling because yeah, so the, she's from the seal. Yeah, a, a lot of people I think were itching to ask stupid questions but we're afraid to actually ask something no, stupid ask the dumb ones we love yeah. the dumb ones um so next not that question. lauren's questions were stupid by the way <laughs> lauren, sorry they're, they're more fun they're not stupid um, they're fun mike murphy asks uh what was your reaction when your shot broke the glass when you were playing at yale um well i missed the net by like two and a half feet but you can't we, tell we call that the Cody yet. CC around here. <laughs> it was a, yeah, it was a, um, I was like, I literally shot it and it shattered. And I just kind of was like, Oh my God, I just did that. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, this is bad. There was like five minutes left in the game and we were winning and like it ended up being like a 25 minute delay. Cause I oh, missed the net by three feet, broke the glass. Now we're all standing here waiting um and then i kid you not maybe 20 minutes 20 seconds after we restarted like the other team scored and i I could just like feel my coach's eyes just like (laughs) staring to my soul like god damn you you this game would have been over um but my dad was there and like i think if you asked him like that was like his proudest dad moment like not getting into yale not graduating (laughs) or you know whatever it was me missing the net so badly (laughs) that i broke the glass Um, i would have had the largest celebration of my career if i i would have done like the whole was it riding john hopkins that did like the slide down the i would have done that like i would have been tossing the glove (laughs) off to snipe it like (laughs) it would have been the proud i would have probably retired in the spot for 25 minutes like this and i just like start laughing and just like skate over to the bench and my dad was had like the line of like from where I shot it, and he was like, he was like, and he was like, <laughs> like literally like throwing. <laughs> he was like, you you should have so been able. Proud. And then he like sprints over, <laughs> takes a picture. 
You you should have been able to like keep that pane of glass, like like oh, when you score your first oh, goal. Like, you, you know that? Take the glass. Um. Okay. So they took the glass, and this was my junior year. Come senior night the next year, <laughs> my dad had gotten the Zamboni guy to give him a shard of glass. <laughs> And got it framed. <laughs> okay, you're coming with me. <laughs> so, are we about to see like some glass behind more glass? <laughs> yeah, we're gonna need a photo of this to tweet out with the pod. Will this pass the drip test? Yeah, I got the I got the print screen bu- button ready. Oh my god! Oh my god! That's so sick. <laughs> and there's like a bunch of tweets that people sent, like a literal piece of glass. <laughs> and a picture of <laughs> absolutely incredible yeah. that's awesome oh my gosh i was i was dying laughing it was it was my grandma called or i don't know if she texted i forget i don't think she knew how to text yet. but she was like do i need to send them a check are you gonna be in trouble <laughs> <laughs> well honestly it's a college so probably yeah they'll take <laughs> it they'll add it, they'll add it to the bill you know yeah it's on the tu- it's in the tuition it's included <laughs> no that was it was it was funny and i think like one of the guys on the men, on, on the men's team duh, um he either broke that same one like the year after or like the like weeks before with like a little like muffin backhander and it like broke <laughs> it was just like a joke me and this guy just breaking glass <laughs> um the other one for mike is is there a reason why you wear a cage and not a bubble the bubble feels like it's a closer relative to lab goggles <laughs> well so my like lab glasses are like right on my eyes so like i don't like notice them i don't know i've like always i think i had a bubble when i was like u12 and then i switched to the cage don't know why. I don't think I had very much style. Um, anyway, I don't think I know. I don't think I do still. So it's okay. Um, but I just like, that says otherwise, but yeah, not <laughs> um, don't worry about it. Um, I wore a cage in, in college cause we all had to wear cages. Um, that's my coach wanted us all looking the exact same, which I thought was ridiculous and stupid, but like whatever. Um, yeah. but I don't I just, do that at Quinnipiac. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I just, I always wore a cage and I felt like the bubbles were like too high maintenance and annoying with the fogging and like me, like knowing me, like someone would like hit me with a puck in the face and it would like shatter, like something like that. Like that's, that would happen to me. I don't know. (laughs) The the cage looks more badass too, I think. I agree. As long as you're not doing like the half bubble, half cage. Oh, (laughs) Oh no! Did oh, you yeah. do that? No, oh, no. Okay. But I, there's there's some little boys. <laughs> there's some little boys at the program that I coach the girls at. There's a couple of them that have it, and they're like, it's it would be it would be sick if they were like studs and they were like dirty, but they just like <laughs> suck. And <laughs> the style the style points from the the cage, and you just go down their body, and the it just gets dustier as you look. <laughs> like they'll have, oh god, they'll have like the the candy cane like stick, like a ridiculous tape job on their on their stick. Um, you know, clear tape like everywhere. I'm like, tough go. Oh, they'll have their tongue like not tucked in, but not like flopped, and you're like, <laughs> what is that? What you doing? What <laughs> are those? Yeah, literally, literally, yeah. Uh, yeah so um, that's that's why I wear a cage. <laughs> nice. Uh, well, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that's the last of the questions. It's the last ones I could find. Yeah, with the several uh, tweets. It's real, stuff, the several yeah. tweets. Yeah, yeah we're we're good. bumping up on when Mal said was her heart out because it's it's late on the East Coast over there. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Gordy's staring into my soul like is she gonna feed me and stop you me? got five minutes to get yeah, some food get, in get, this get bowl those, like... get those cats some, some late night snacks he's, he's mean like he's mean <laughs> he'll, he'll, he's gonna start screaming at me I think <laughs> what do you want you do 
yeah, he's he's a he's a menace. The two of them, they're <laughs> Gordy's. You can just hear him without seeing him, and then Tito's just like weird, but it's fine. We love him. <laughs> he's just like a big fluke, and Gordy's like very food motivated. Oh, oh, you want to see this toy? Aren't we all? <laughs> yeah. It's a sushi bento box. <laughs> okay. And the these like slide. So you like put it down and then you like fill them and cover them. <laughs> you know, like knows how to work it. Like Gordy's the kid that'll be like. <laughs> <laughs> to the point that I think Gordy like clawed the or he had his like paw here and was like trying to open it. I was like, oh god, this cat's dumb. And now he's all like, no, what, the, what do you want? He's like, yeah, it's, it's empty. What's up with that? Yeah, it's going on. He's like, what the hell is this? Um, and then I think at one point, um, Gordy like flipped the whole thing, and I was like, well, you you did that to yourself. <laughs> it worked for it. All, yeah, he doesn't like to be snuggled. Oh. Now he's checking the box. That's what my coworker got got me as a birthday present for them to work on their mm-hmm. brain. I don't know. You gotta ship him <laughs> off to Yale soon too, so it's, it's important <laughs> yeah. stuff. Yeah, oh, you have to Yale. play hockey too. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, well, uh, Matt, we'll be in touch soon about the uh, the cat bucket hats because I know that's a million dollars. That's actually why <laughs> I quit my job. I was really banking on this, so I need you to come through for that. Okay, okay, um, got it. But yeah, this is the, the kitten mittens of bruises. It was a fun idea. <laughs> that's, but that's, why, that's why Cam was asking if those were kitten mittens. He was trying yeah. to segue into the bucket hats. It's funny because she thinks I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> you mean <laughs> mostly, mostly? My mom said that Gordy needed a new jersey because he was too fat for his. Which I was like, he's not fat. He just grew, you know, six pounds from when I got the first one because he was like, a little potato. I don't know if you remember, like my sister got it on him and or like I put it on him and his like front paws would like hit the, the like under part and he would rip in it. It was really cute and sad. And he was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna murder you in your sleep. I still don't think there's a cuter picture that exists than uh Gordy in the Isabel Cup when he was a kitten. Like that's the most adorable thing I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. He, oh, gosh, yeah. so it took a lot of effort to get like a picture. <laughs> he didn't like it and he was kind of being a little little dick about it he was yeah, like i don't want to be in here why, why is this happening to me but he used to be like cute and little and now he's like this like tiger very he didn't want to touch it before he won it because then Oh yeah, yeah. Now, now we can't win. The can't touch the cup until you're gonna win it. So it's one of these like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah, it's just I real superstitious. What a chance! Like, yeah, yeah. No, we'll see if he can fit again, and we'll do like a <laughs> year to year. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he'll fit. Tito couldn't fit, and he really didn't like it. So we did a little pose next to it. <laughs> he can sit on command. It's actually very impressive. Wow! No way! Wow! Yeah. Yep, no food involved. Just like sit. <laughs> Got it. You have to say it like that, though. Like exactly. yeah. Yes, <laughs> sit. Um, yeah, I, I am the alpha. Most most cats are too smart for that. They're they're like, no, you sit. Exactly. <laughs> no, it was great. I I tried training Gordy and it wasn't going very well. He doesn't listen at all ever. Gordy, how don't do tricks. Nope. Nope. He just does his just hat tricks. <laughs> and now we're back to the bucket hats. <laughs> wow. We are so good at coming full circle. <laughs> All right, Mallory, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, much appreciated. Uh, I'm sure we'll be in contact in the future about doing this again. And let's, uh, let's keep up our tradition of, um, you know, you winning the Isabel cup and then, chugging uh, beers and then coming on the podcast <laughs> yeah yes definitely yeah. well thank you guys so much it's always fun um to talk to you guys i think it's it's one of the it's definitely the most fun one i have on because it's you know it's like i said it's not question answer question answer it's 
it was our first time around, and then and then and then the second time. Then we figured it out. Because the missing link. And then we were like, oh, so she's like super chill. Okay, we. Oh wait, she's gonna slug beers with us. Hell yeah. Eric and that were like, all right, we got these questions lined up. Okay, you ask this one. I'll ask this one. What what order? Nah, nah, just roll with it. Yeah, it's a lot more fun. All right. Well, I gotta go. The cat, the, the kids are hungry. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, Mal. All right. Thank Very you, guys. Fun. Have a good one. Um, we'll go out and win another cup. Please do.